You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse, along with you from Target Field in Minneapolis, where the Guardians are taking on the Minnesota Twins this weekend. Good show lined up for you this week, as we'll hear from Rob Serfolio and a farm report from the Director of Player Development for the Guardians. We'll also visit with Oscar Gonzalez, the young rookie who's had quite a week, and Tyler Freeman, another rookie who has contributed as the Guardians try and maintain first place in the AL Central down the stretch. Now we'll hear from Sam Henches, part of that rock-solid bullpen for the Guardians as well. But first, our weekend review, and we begin with the start of a road swing in Kansas City Monday night. The Guardians had dropped five in a row to finish their most recent homestand, but they were looking to get back on the winning track in Kansas City, and they got things going in the second. couple of men on. And an aggressive call with Austin Hedges at the plate. Runners first and third, one out, no score. Hedges bunts a safety squeeze. Up with it is Singer. He'll tag out Hedges. In to score is Jimenez. And moving up to second is Freeman. And Austin Hedges on the safety squeeze puts Cleveland on top one to nothing. On a great bunt down the first baseline. And Hedges gets his 25th RBI and you talk about a really intelligent play that was Austin Hedges with that bunt Jimenez read it once he saw the ball was bunted on the ground and had a chance to score he was coming then Miles Straw followed with a big base hit now the 1-1 from Singer and Straw sends a line drive base hit into right Waters charges he's up with it Coming home is Freeman. Front of the plate. Slide. And in safely is Freeman. Perez dropped the ball at the plate. And it's 2-0 Guardians. Drew Waters made a strong throw from right. That throw was well ahead of the sliding Tyler Freeman. But Salvador Perez could not handle it. And what a mammoth hit for Miles Straw to drive in his 24th run. Kansas City tied it with two runs in the fifth inning, but in the sixth, Josh Naylor put the Guardians back on top. The kick and the pitch. Naylor with a drive into deep right center field. Gone for Josh Naylor. And Cleveland is back on top by a score of 3-2. to Boy, and there is that missing long ball that the Guardians have needed. Tyler Freeman's sack fly in the sixth inning made it 4-2 Guardians, but Kansas City would come back again with a run in the bottom of the sixth and another in the eighth, and we were tied at four at that point. 
It stayed that way until the 10th inning. That's when Oscar Gonzalez delivered. Now the set and the delivery. Swung on, fly ball toward the gap, left center, well hit. On the run is Taylor on the track, and he plays the carom off the wall. Hitting third, coming home is Rosario. Ramirez is right behind him, and into second with a two-run double. Off the base of the wall in left center is Oscar Gonzalez. And the Guardians have taken a 6-4 to four lead in the 10th. Oh, did that ball carry by Gonzalez. And in the bottom of the 10th, the Royals drove in the ghost runner from second to make it a one-run game. But Emmanuel Classe was on to close it out. Now the 1-1 pitch. Swing and a topper, first base side on the grass. Classe up with it, runs to the bag, safe! Oh, my goodness! Naylor and Classe got a little crossed up as to who would get that ball. Naylor started in, stopped. Classe went, got it, tried to beat Prado to the bag and did not. And Cleveland's got nothing to lose. They'll challenge this call at first on the safer out. And right now the Royals have been at first and second base with two down in the 10th. And this is a, like, photo finish at the bag at first. Cleveland is challenging the safe call at first base. Two men on, two men down, six to five. Cleveland leads it. I don't know how they call it. If the old adage, tie goes to the runner, means anything, this could be tie goes to the runner. But right now, Michael Taylor will be due up with two outs, tying run at second, winning run at first, and again, this game should After be review, over. The call on the field is turn, overturned. The runner is out. Ball game. The call is overturned. Ball game. How about that? So a nice win to get back on the winning track for the Guardians, snapping a five-game losing skid. On it was to Tuesday night in Kansas City with Shane Bieber on the mound, and the Guardians got it going early, this time in the third inning, with two outs, bases loaded, and Jose Ramirez at the plate. Outfield, medium, deep, straight away. The 0-1 delivery. Swung on, ground ball, base hit into left. That'll score Hedges. Right behind him is Miles Straw. And the Guardians take a 2-0 lead as Ramirez smokes a two-out, two-run single to left. He now has 14 RBIs against Kansas City. And the Guardians have struck again after there were two men out. Now a career-high 108 RBIs for Jose Ramirez. In the fourth, Kansas City cut the lead in half with a solo home run from Salvador Perez, but the Guardians got that run right back in the seventh, courtesy of Miles Straw. Now the 2-2. Slider swung on, ripped to the gap in left center. It gets down a base hit. Cut off in the gap by Taylor, and stopping at second is Hedges, scoring is Freeman. Well, he went to the slider, but that time he left it on the middle of the plate. Instead of having it break away, it stayed right there. And on the mound, Shane Bieber had his A game as he was still out there in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Now the wind by Bieber in the 2-2. Strike three called! Locked him up with a fastball on the inside corner. Bieber has struck out seven. What does your ace do when you need it most? He says, climb on my back. 
I'll take us to the finish line. Four to one Guardians. Eight in the books. Then in the ninth inning, James Karinchek was on to try and pick up his first save of the season. Two down, Salvador Perez. Four to one Cleveland. Perez bangs one on the ground to short. Bobbled, dropped by Rosario, picks it back up, throws to first. Ball game. And James Karinchak gets his first save of the year, striking out a pair after a brilliant eight-inning performance by Shane Bieber. And the Guardians came limping into Kansas City, have come up with two massive wins back-to-back, and they now have a game-and-a-half lead over second-place Minnesota. Guards win it tonight, 4-1. to one. So a nice start to the series in Kansas City with back-to-back wins. But the Royals came back on Wednesday night and walked it off with a 2-1 to victory. A walk-off winner in the bottom half of the ninth inning, courtesy of Salvador Perez. Thursday, an off day in Minneapolis, and the big series against the Twins opened on Friday night. And it was a rainy night at Target Field. The start of the game delayed an hour and 16 minutes. But when they did start, the Guardians didn't waste any time going to work as Josh Naylor drove in the game's first run. Now the pitch, swung on line drive toward the gap, left center, it gets down, base hit. Cut off by Gordon, but easily scoring is Rosario. Ramirez scampers to third, and a base hit to the gap in left center by Josh Naylor puts Cleveland on top, one to nothing. Next man up was Oscar Gonzalez. The pitch, swung on line to deep left field. This ball, gone! On an 0-2 pitch, he got another breaking ball, and he hooked it down the left field line. A three-run home run for Oscar Gonzalez. And there's that big inning Cleveland's been so desperate for. 4 nothing Guardians. It's an incredible adjustment with just two strikes on a rookie hitter to go get a breaking ball stay back on it, and rope a three-run home run down the left field line. And in the fourth inning, Austin Hedges went deep. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Swung on, and that's hit high and deep to left. It's way back there. Home run, Hedges! Austin Hedges goes deep, and it is 5-0 Guardians. In the fifth, Oscar Gonzalez was back at it. Here comes the 2-1 pitch from Bundy. Swung on, and that's lifted high and deep. Left field. Forget it. Into the second deck. Gonzalez goes deep again. Second time tonight. And the route is on. It is now 7-0 Cleveland. It took a little while for the power to come, but we are seeing it now from Oscar Gonzalez. What a night for the young man. Home run number seven on the season. Five runs driven in on a three-for-three night, and it's his first career multi-homer game. So a great start to the night for the Guardians, but the Twins came back. They scored twice in the fifth twice in the sixth, two more times in the eighth inning. All of a sudden it was a one-run game at 7-6. to six. So it would be up to Man- Emmanuel Classe coming off a rare blown save on Wednesday night. He was on in the ninth, trying to save it for Cleveland. Again the 0-2. Swing and a miss! Ball game! Got him with a high cutter! And the Guardians had a 7 nothing lead 
whittled down to seven to six, but they still beat the Twins to start an eight-game stretch against Minnesota over the next 12 games. Guardians stay in first by a game and a half. So a real nice win for the Guardians on Friday night in Minneapolis, and they maintain their first place standing in the American League's Central Division. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll hear from Guardians reliever Sam Henches. That's next. Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run. So we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. Oh, man, I was there. That time that you bundled your home, auto, motorcycle, and other vehicles with Progressive? That was awesome. People were freaking out. I bet you get this all the time, but can I get an autograph? If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hentges comes set. The 1-2. Swing and a miss. He strikes out the pinch hitter, Kennedy. Good job by Sam Hentges. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. We're at Target Field in Minneapolis this weekend where the Guardians are taking on the Minnesota Twins. Big series for both ball clubs as we head deeper down the stretch in the month of September. And a big key for the Guardians throughout the year has been the work of their bullpen one of the best in baseball, especially since the All-Star break. And Sam Henches, the lone lefty in the pen, has been a big part of that. He's been busy, as at one point it pitched in three out of four games, multiple innings in each of those games. And he says he's kind of following the lead of Brian Shaw, the veteran, in terms of always being ready and willing to take the ball when his name is called. I mean, just watching him do that. and I mean, you've seen other guys do it a bunch throughout this season, too. I think with with Steph and Karinchek and Klasse and Shaw, um, they've been they've been throwing a lot throughout this entire season, and I mean it's it's good. It's fun to get out there and, and throw as often as you can. And it comes at a time of year where you're getting toward the tail end of the season, but it seems like you've held up really well. And um, what's been the key in this first really full season of relief work for you? Uh, I think it's I mean just coming in every day and and getting ready to throw. Uh, making myself available every single day. Um, that comes with working the training room, working the weight room, um, kind of monitoring each game or game of catch each day um, and kind of pulling off some days when um, the workload gets up. Um, but it's just that, that's just part of being a reliever. I think it's just coming in each day to the field and, and being ready to go that night. And, and take us inside what happens. You, you had thrown two innings on Friday and then two more on Sunday so you come into the ballpark on Monday did, did you know that you'd be available or, or or is there that discussion that you have with the coaches first uh Carl came up and asked if I was good and 
I mean, I actually did feel pretty good yesterday, and um, so I told them I'm I'm good to go if you need me, and that occasion arose last night, and I was able to come in and do my job. Surprised at the second when you came out after the inning break? A little bit, yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, you come back in the dugout after an inning, they tell you to keep going, so you keep going. Sam Hench is joining us on a, a real nice role for a very good Guardians bullpen for a while now, and Sam, you, you look at that, and it just seems like it's a close-knit unit down there, and, and a lot of pitchers are on a good roll. And, and does it feed off each other a little bit, or, or is that maybe that overrated sometimes? No, I, I mean, I think we definitely feed off each other. Uh, we kept, There's a group of us down there that kind of came up through the system together, um, so we all know each other really well. I think um, we spend time away from the field together, so I think it is a very tight, tight-knit group, and and we learn from each other and all appreciate each other. And I thought it was interesting. We were talking earlier this season about the development of a pitch for you that, that has been a, a big key in the pen. And, and tell us about how that comes about and when you feel real confident that that can be a weapon for you, that, that good sinking fastball that you have now. Yeah, I um, kind of implemented that at the end of last year, and it's been a great pitch for me this year. We've thrown it a lot, especially as of late. Um, it's it's been a very effective pitch to lefties, and I feel confident throwing it, and the catchers feel confident calling it. Um, so I think we're on the same page as as far as that sinker. Does it take a little bit to to feel really good about it in a game? And, and is there some maybe an appearance or two where it really clicks in that, that you say, "Hey, that that's what I was looking for." Um, I actually my first outing of this year, um, I threw into Salvador Perez. That was low and away and it wasn't even really close to the zone and got a swing and miss um and kind of from that point on we we felt confident in that pitch and now i i mean i've used it so much throughout this season that it's one of my favorite pitches to throw getting back to the game on monday night uh it snaps a losing skid at a time of year where that's helpful um how enjoyable has this been even with a, a tough stretch but the way the team has handled things with a lot of baseball left and in a great position to make the postseason. Yeah, we feel confident. We're all very confident here in the clubhouse. Um, and the big thing, even though our, the bounces haven't been going our way the past week or so, um, we've been in every ball game, And I think that's the biggest part in September. You want to be have a chance to win each ball game every night. And uh, the wins like last night are very important, uh, especially in September. Well, Sam, nice going again. Thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. Thank you. And Sam Henches doing some real nice work out of that Guardians bullpen. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll talk with a pair of rookies on this Guardians ball club, Oscar Gonzalez and Tyler Freeman. That's when we return after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Hang on, folks. This baby isn't over yet. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Target Field in Minneapolis where the Guardians are taking on the Twins this weekend. 7-15 first pitch on Saturday night and then a 2-10 start 
on Sunday. Oscar Gonzalez has had quite a rookie season and seemingly is getting better and better down the stretch offensively and hitting with more and more power. We talked to him following his 10th inning two-run double that turned out to be the game winner Monday night in Kansas City. With translation help from our friend Augie Rivero, Oscar talked about his approach in those key late-game situations. No, creo que no, creo que no, no cambio nada. Solamente voy con el mismo plan de siempre. Yeah, I don't think that changes anything. I just have the same mindset of putting the ball in play and trying to help the team win. And when you look at the pitch that you hit for the double last night, it, it didn't look like it was a strike. It was low, but uh, you seem to have that ability to to make good, solid contact on pitches that may be a little bit off the strike zone. And what is the key there? Yeah, the reality for me is trying to put the barrel on it. You know, there are some pitches that may be out of the sound, but given my, my frame, I feel like I can put a good connection on them, so they end up being good hits. And when you look at, at how things have gone, you, you've had your ups and downs just as, as everyone has, but it seems like you're still able to put together good at-bats whether you get the results or not. And what are some of the things that you've learned here as you've gotten deeper into your first major league season? I think a lot of feedback from my teammates and some of the coaches, you know, and put it all together into the game, but at the end of the day, I feel the game is the same. The same desire to win and to, to get the, the help the team, so I feel that's what I keep doing and I'm going to continue doing. You mentioned players. Any particular players that, that are especially helpful, and, and if so, why? Yeah, has been with the Met Rosario. For some reason, we connect really well, and, and it's always good to hear from the guys who had a, a little more experience in the game like he has. Oscar, you look at, at this team, where they are in the pennant race, and it's first-place ball club once again. And as you go through this, what has it been like for you, new to the major leagues, to be in a pennant race for that first time in your first season in the big leagues? It feels good, you know, it feels good to be able to compete. That's something that I love doing, competing for the game, and especially being on a team that is, is you know, is contending, is ready to compete. So those are the things that excite me to be out there and play for a team that is competing like we are. And as you look back on this season, uh, we saw you in spring training, uh, but you did not make the club coming out of spring training. When, when you look back on that period of time now, and how the season has gone for you now, both team-wise and individually, uh, a surprise, or, or is it something that you really believe could happen as soon as this season? I think the focus of you know was never to put my head down. You know, I knew even though I wasn't ideal, but I knew very clearly what I wanted to be, and I know the skills that I have as a player. And I was always focused on the thing that I wanted to do, that was playing the major leagues and help the team win. So fortunately, it happened, but that was my focus from the day one. Focus paying off for sure here in September. Oscar, thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. Thank you. Augie, thank you. Thank you, guys. That's Oscar Gonzalez with translation help from Augie Rivero. And another rookie on the ball club who's seen some playing time of late is Tyler Freeman, the utility man on the infield. Another Cleveland rookie to make his debut. He did so just about a month ago, and he says the time has flown by, and he's excited for his first postseason race as a major league player. Yeah, it's it's flying by for sure. Um, you know, as and being in a pennant race, it's you know each day is like you gotta you gotta kind of focus in and uh, and it's just as every day we're focusing, focusing, getting prepared for uh, for the game, and then next thing you know, we're like a month in, and it's like wow, it's flying by. So yeah, and everybody's path when they get here is a little bit different. Uh, you've had to try and be successful 
with irregular irregular playing time and, and how are you managing that in, in terms of being prepared to play yeah you know we it's it's new for me I mean um, you know playing every day in the minor leagues and and then coming up here and knowing your role is, is going to change for sure to help the team win in any way possible. And um, so that, that's my role this year. And it was, uh, you know, the biggest thing is we just practicing or do something every single day to, like, stay ready, you know. I think our coaching staff does a great job of, you know, keeping the guys that aren't starting prepared to get into that game, whether it be in the 6th, 7th, or 8th. And, uh, you know, I, with, without them, I mean, it, it would be a lot tougher in my opinion. But um, they're they making it smooth, so. Anybody you can lean on to, to help you in that regard, maybe on the, on the playing side? Uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've gone to all, a lot of the players. I mean, I think all the players have been through it, either young in their career or, you know, um, at, at some point or another. And, uh, you know, I, I go to guys, you know, Ernie, Owen. Um, I just I go to them say, hey, what do you guys do to stay ready off the bench and stuff? Um, and they just they give me tips and, you know, just like, hey, your name's going to be called. You never know. And just make sure you're ready. And you're having to do it at some different positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds like you were prepared for that when you came up here based on what you had done earlier in the year. Yeah, you know, I'm learning a learning new position at, at third base pretty much. Um, you know, it's had a few games down in the minor leagues, and then, then it was go time from there. And, uh, you know, still learning, still doing my stuff um, over there and uh, doing my research. And, uh, you know, I think I'll get better as time goes on, you know what I mean, um, as uh, – you know, you just need more more experience and more more time there per se. And then, um, but yeah, bouncing around, it's it's been fun for, for sure. It's been fun. And at the plate, what's been the biggest challenge or maybe difference that you've noticed in major league pitching compared to what you've seen so far? They're a lot smarter. I'll tell you that they they'll find your weakness and they'll keep going to it. Um, and that's where you have to make an adjustment yourself. You know, whether you know you may get away within the minor leagues, but when you're up here, you'll get exposed. So. Tyler Freeman joining us. And uh, Tyler, you have a, an interesting background in that you're in a baseball family. You have a younger brother who's also playing pro ball. Uh, and how has that gone in terms of, of staying up to date on how he's doing? How close are you guys in, in terms of talking each day or, or maybe a little, a little less frequently? Yeah, you know, um, I, I check on him every single day, see how he did. And, uh, you know, sometimes if, you know, if he has a rough day, I won't reach out to him. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always checking in on him, you know, whether it be a text or a phone call. Um, or fantasy football, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, we're, we're keeping up with each other every single day. And team-wise here, uh, you open up a new road trip with uh, three in Kansas City. Uh, team's going through a tough stretch, and, and you have those through the course of the season. What's the the mindset in there to try and get it going and turned quickly here? Not panic. I mean, our biggest thing is, you know, we gotta, you, we're treating every game as if we are in first place. I mean, we we're, our energy is great right now. We're not, we're not panicking. We're... We're taking each day as, as a new day, and, um, you know, at the, at the end of the month, whatever shows at the end of the scoreboard, it, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to battle for it, I'll tell you that. Tyler, thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. That's Tyler Freeman, the infielder for the Guardians, who has really made a nice contribution in his first month in the major leagues. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll talk about more young players, players in the farm system with Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development for the Guardians. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Target Field in Minneapolis where the Guardians are taking on the Twins this weekend. Rob Serfolio is the Director of Player Development for Cleveland, and uh, he joins us each week to talk about different clubs in the farm system, and this week we focus on Lake County, a ball club at the single-A level that has some postseason hopes, and Rob says that those extra playoff games always have a big impact on player development. You know, it's kind of a, a fun topic throughout the course of the year with with our major league staff, with our minor league staff. And I think it's no secret that at the major league level, we're trying to win baseball games. And at the minor league level, you're hoping to prepare players to, in the future, contribute to wins. But it's not just a light switch of, oh, we'll just start winning once we get to the major league. So what our staff tries to do, and and I think this is one of the most fun things about, about minor league baseball, is we do put so much emphasis on making sure we have the right goals for our players so that they become the best future version of themselves as they possibly can. But also some of the the games that are right in front of them, just creating that winning culture, I think has been a huge recipe of success for, for some of our younger players that have come up this year. You know, I think of Oscar Gonzalez and Steven Kwan and now Benson and Tyler Freeman and a lot of these guys that were on our Akron team last year that, that won that league and you could just see some of that team chemistry get built. And that's something that we're trying to, to put an added emphasis on just throughout our entire system. And our staff has just done a tremendous job of, of balancing the two because it's not just one or the other. And, and this is a fun time of year, like you said, where we get down the home stretch and we've got some teams that have an opportunity to, to play for a little bit more with, with some, some wins and losses on the line. And we're lucky that our Lake County groups right there in the thick of it, they're, they're two games up with four to go and in control of their own destiny. And, and what a cool opportunity for both our staff and players to potentially get a chance to play some playoff baseball where it's really tough to simulate those types of things throughout the, the regular season. And now they have an opportunity with a little added pressure, and it's just a, a great development rep for us. You know, it's interesting talking to Tyler Freeman and Will Benson. They hadn't been playing every day, but they said that what they're told up here is, don't worry about it if you go 0 for 4 on the day that you play. Just do one thing that helps the team win. And mm-hmm. can you do that in the minor leagues? Because I, I know players, obviously, they want to go 2 for 4 with a home run every night. But but can a ground ball to the right side that moves a runner uh, be just as valuable in their development? Certainly. And, and I think, again, that's one of the, the cool aspects of when there is a little added emphasis on winning the baseball game. Like, we really get a chance to simulate a lot of the things that happen at the major league level. And we're of course trying to do that throughout the entire course of the year. And we've got a bunch of competitive players and staff that want to win 
every night that they go out there. But when there is that little added juice for some playoff opportunities, it becomes a little bit easier to to really focus on some of those things and use them as as learning opportunities. And and I just think, you know, to to the points that that Tyler and, and Will have mentioned to you, that's also what our minor league staff is trying to to use to their advantage for for our guys currently in the minor league so that they get those opportunities to to really focus on their own development but also the development and, and the wins and losses of the team and uh, rob let's get right to to some of the players let's start on the pitching side this week and earlier in the season we talked about names like tanner bybee gavin williams uh both are long gone from lake county and and uh, really doing great things at higher levels and a pitcher who just recently was sent up to the double a akron ball club is doug nikhazy and uh, what did he do to to earn that promotion and, and really continue his development yeah so you know you mentioned some some really some really impressive first year players right there with with gavin and tanner and, and doug's part of that group as well so you know part of our 2021 draft class getting his first taste of professional baseball and again we've talked about this throughout the course of the year rosie just with how much of a, a challenge that is not just physically but also just from everything mentally and off field wise of really getting used to what it is to be a professional and i think those are some of the things that we've really seen doug kind of take ownership on and and progress throughout the the course of the season and that's adapting to a five or six day rotation and making sure he's doing all the things in between his starts to really prepare him to go out and have success and and his stuff kind of speaks for itself i mean you look at some of the strikeout numbers he's had as a professional they're really impressive we've Caleb Longshore in our pitching group has really been working with him on a lot of his command and and so much of that is in game but so much of that is how we're using our time on the mound in between starts to really try and move the needle on just his skill uh, in that area and those guys have done a great job and I think it was just you know kind of a, a full picture impressive uh, body of work that Doug put together throughout the regular season. And and because of that, we had an opening in Akron and felt like he was ready for that challenge to go up there and, and help the, the rubber ducks try and make a playoff push in their own right. So uh, Doug's, Doug's done a great job. And I think, you know, big credit to our pitching group just being so focused on some of the things beyond just the pure stuff and the strikeout numbers that can help him be as complete a pitcher as he can be. And out of the bullpen, a name that uh, stands out, Alaska Abney. Great name. And uh, looks like he's uh, been busy out of the bullpen for Lake County this season. He has. A versatile guy. He can go more than one inning. He can he can go in there and get two guys out and bounce back in a day or so. So really versatile piece that, that again, kind of similar to Davenport. You look at his first couple his first couple months relative to his last couple months, and he's really been able to kind of you know, just raise the bar on his own development, but also that's showed through in some of his performance. So a guy that we're really excited about in the bullpen that can kind of do some interesting things as a, as a lower three-quarter slot guy, but has some versatility in, in how he can go out there and, and kind of give some length in a multi-inning outing, but really come in in a tough spot and leverage and, and get both righties and lefties out as well. Let's switch to the position player side and, and touch on a couple of the position players with Lake County with Rob Serfolio, the director of player development for the Guardians. P.D. Halpin, we've talked about him uh, a couple of times this summer as uh, he really gets deep into that full season. And uh, how's he been faring here as things start to wind down? Yeah, it's been a fun year with P.D. in Lake County. And, and I think we talked about him early in the season, Rosie, with just being really one of the youngest players in that league and a guy that 
we actually talked to in, in spring training about getting an opportunity to, to get challenged first players that were going to be plus one or two years on average than what he is. And I think early in the year, especially when it's, you know, cold in Lake County and he was trying to, to make that adjustment to the competition quality was a challenge for him. And, and I think it's a, a huge credit to just his um, perseverance to be able to, to kind of hang in there and continue to work on some of the things that our coaching staff has, has outlined for him both in the outfield and on offense. And he's just kind of put his head down and worked. And I think Greg Desenzo, our manager and our hitting coach, Chris Smith, have, have really done a good job of keeping him engaged and focused on the right things, even when that was difficult early in the year with some of the performance that he obviously wanted more from. And we've been lucky enough to see that, especially in the second half, he's really took off and, and really been a mainstay in the middle of the order for, for the captains. And again, similar to some of the other pitchers we talked about, just a huge reason that they are where they are in the second half and have an opportunity to go, uh, you know, lock in some playoff baseball. So exciting, uh, exciting year for, for Petey and a lot of growing that, you know, I think we're all excited that that should impact him in the future. And one final name, we'll go with Milan Tolentino, who uh, I know did not start at Lake County, but has moved up there and, and uh, gotten some good games in. Uh, how's that adjustment gone as he's moved up a level during the season? Yeah, so, you know, it's really similar to Petey. Actually, both were high school draftees in the same draft class in the COVID year in 2020. So another really young uh, infielder that, you know, candidly, he he did a really good job in, in Lynchburg and kind of performed his way out of that league quickly within the first couple months. And and again, we thought we had an opportunity to, to challenge a young kid that's talented and really brings a mature mindset to the field every day. You know, his father's a former professional player, so he has his family has a lot of experience around baseball. And I think whenever you kind of talk to or watch Milan go about his work, you see a lot of that signature as well. And so we thought he was ready for the challenge and and it's been a challenge for him in a good way. And again, I think similar to Petey, like having these opportunities for some of our younger prospects to go up and, and play against guys that are a couple of years older than them. That's something we've preached throughout the whole year. It's something that I think our fans are seeing even at the major league level where you know, we're by far the youngest team in the league. And, and that's something we want our players to be prepared for is to, to be able to go out there and, and compete at a high level against guys that are older with a little bit more experience. And this was a great opportunity for Milan to go out there and, and play really good defensively up the middle and, and be challenged on offense. So, you know, an, another young player that we're excited for moving forward. Well, some exciting times, I'm sure. And uh, Lake County trying to nail down that postseason spot and have some meaningful baseball in September. Rob, thanks a lot for the update. Always good to have you along. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. That's Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development for the Guardians. And that will do it for this week's edition of Guardians Weekly. Thanks, as always, going out to Brian Matze for all of his help in putting together our show each week. Until next week, when we join you from back home, downtown Cleveland at Progressive Field, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.